We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Should we just like do our intro? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so excited. Okay. 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 Oh God. So is Gatsby. Okay. Okay. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Holy Hour. Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. And we're back! <laughs> back and we got our intro on the first we, try. We're just so excited to be back. I'm so fucking hyped. I missed you. I missed you too. <laughs> this has not been fun. It's been so busy. Amelia yeah. moved. Mm-hmm. We both were like traveling a little bit. Um, I was on vacation for like two weeks like out of the state you're ooting a boot yeah and I got a new job which was like killing it you know I was hoping that would happen and it did and uh yeah I've just been like getting adjusted to my new job Amelia moved and has been like moving all her stuff in I'm still not even like close to being done with moving but it was really nice having the extra time to like focus on it and you to have the extra time (laughs) Gatsby's looking at my vodka um I'm gonna lift this I know that you said they they would run but I'm scared I'm gonna get your cats drunk um <laughs> it's it was good I think for us to take like a moment to reset yeah you yeah know? We to like not have that. to worry about anything else yeah and like when we do the podcast we want to do it well yeah we exactly. don't want to like be like stressed when we're doing it everyone needs a break sometimes it was you know? tough though also while we're talking about it like snaps for Liz Aww. on the baby so thank you so fucking good it was just fu- so I, good. it was fun and we had talked about it too like making sure that we like gave listeners a little something mm-hmm. before we officially made our comeback yeah um and if you subscribe to our patreon you also got access to my bdsm gift guide which was also phenomenal also like You don't have to, like, be into BDSM to, like, also enjoy some of the things I put on the list. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of really great stuff on there. for yourself. Yeah. You don't have to get crazy. The day collar, very cute. Which one? The last one. one. Yeah. Okay. I did. Because I also referenced just that website. Um, The designer has just, like, a ton of necklaces that I'm like, these would be great, like, coated day collars <laughs> they have the essence of a yes. collar <laughs> but they're still fashionable and you're so right about like bdsm gear is all like pretty tacky so like yeah. seeing all the stuff that you put on the list and seeing that it's like 
actually cute stuff is like it is possible you just have to know how to look and yeah so not I did, I've done a lot of to. digging and then while I you know when I do my digging I also get ads for stuff yes <laughs> so I've been keeping my eye on some things but Fuck yeah um you guys can expect more gift guides Subscribe especially as the holidays approach yes oh that's true fuck mm-hmm. where is this year going I was like I holidays don't even approaching. know what the it's, fuck it's been a wild one the best holidays coming up Liz's birthday in hell a yeah Liz's 30th birthday we're gonna have so much fucking fun um right now my plan you know I'm hoping that the delta variant doesn't throw a fucking wrench in my plans uh, but right now my plan is to have a sleepover themed party and, um, by sleepover, I mean, I will wear lingerie and call them pajamas <laughs> and go out like that. Fuck I'm yes. considering getting a wig. Hell yeah. Just, you know, the, the possibilities are endless. Yes. And I invited my college girlfriends who live out of state um, hopefully they can make it. That'd be so fun. And I want to go to a drag club. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Wait, one just opened. Mm-hmm. It's if, that one. If we get reservations for it like now, I'm sure it'll be possible. I asked about their prices for oh, the club. I was it hearing sucks. about the prices. Yeah, it was, it's, in, it's disgustingly expensive. Can you guys not... <laughs> Jesus. Here, I have a new tactic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. I, know, I really I, did not like that. This was in my old like desk stuff. <laughs> they they break it up immediately. <laughs> like, oh god, mom, sorry, please make it stop. <laughs> they hate the party blowers. That was so funny. I've never seen them fight like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gatsby was like. <laughs> Like serious, they're fight so night annoying. Up in here. Oh God, I love them so much. Uh, anyways, back to my birthday. Yes, so that's I'm my plan. Super excited. I'm hoping I have like a Sailor Moon transformation. Ooh, you know, yeah. um, and I just want to like no longer be struggling through my twenties because the the more the closer I get to my thirties, the more I'm reflecting on how much fucking change has happened in my life in 10 mm-hmm. years mm. and I'm like well it feels so long yeah and I hated most of it yeah <laughs> that sounds dramatic I loved 21 uh, 21 and 27 were just like creme de la creme yeah your 20s but like it's seriously you did so much fucking growing in your 20s and like 30s are the new 20s is what everybody says i don't want to grow anymore i want to be in the sun just enjoying it Mm -hmm. maybe grow slower that's a good way to live though emotional growing living in the moment yeah just enjoying where you're at it's been really hard for me to do that hard for everyone to do that that's true the time older, is weird the older you get and the more self-aware you become the harder it is to like enjoy the moment yeah yep totally it's yeah getting old is strange like there have been i think the first experience that i had with like being afraid of aging was i, I cried on my eighth birthday because i wanted to stay seven i still it's a great number it's like so. a, it was such a weird thing we still joke about it in my family i cried all night the night before my eighth birthday because i didn't want to be seven i think that was my first experience with like time is moving and i can't do anything about it <laughs> and then i turned 18 
And somebody, do you have a baccalaureate at your graduation? A what? Baccalaureate. I think it's like what a religious thing. I have no clue. My school was not religious, but it was yeah, like a, fine. it's like a celebration of graduation basically. And there were like performances there and somebody saying stop this train by John Mayer. And it's like about like, yeah, you know, if you don't listen, read the lyrics and cry yourself to sleep. But I, that I had this like existential moment of like, again like oh my god like th- we can't slow it down <laughs> yeah we're just getting older T- time just goes and you can't do anything about it and time then, just goes everyone dies yeah i have a hard which, time with that yeah uh and i had listened to that's gatsby i know he's being fucked <laughs> <laughs> the party blower is so good <laughs> That's such a funny tactic. Oh my god. Um it it's this cartoon Midnight Gospel and uh it's basically they made it into a cartoon but it was a podcast and the host just like interviews random people about different things and the last person is his terminally, terminally ill mother before she passes away and she's talking about death and like coming to terms with it and she was like we all want to believe that we're special, but like the truth is, is like everyone dies. Mm-hmm. And then he starts crying. He's like, you're special. And she's like, but I'm not like she and she did pass away. But Jesus Christ, we're getting real dark real fast what here on the, the holy fuck? hour. <laughs> but like that's such that's the thing that I think about all the time. It's like when I was growing up, my brother's like a hella atheist and he was like, kind of always of the mindset of like nothing we do here matters you know like we're just like kind of floating on a rock we're like a blip in this existence and we're super insignificant and like as a kid I was like but we're significant to each other so mm-hmm. like her, her dying and like him being like well you're, you're you are special she's like no I'm not it's like but really all that matters is that we are special to each other it's mm-hmm. like the impact that we have on each other is what matters yeah because all we have is what happens on this little tiny rock that's all we're, we're ever gonna know Jim Carrey has a quote like that um like when he spoke at someone's graduation or at a school's graduation he said something like we are not the like the photo we are the light that shines through Ooh. Um, but he talks a lot about how just like all you have is how you make people feel mm-hmm. um i'm like Ooh, i just got chilies but i've been thinking about that a lot lately of just like once you if you truly believe that nothing that we do matters then it becomes it becomes even more important that now it is your choice to be a good person make a difference Mm -hmm. while you can he's being so obnoxious right now (laughs) specifically i haven't seen him in a long time maybe he's just excited to see me he wants to sit by the window um But yeah, no, it's so true. I mean, like if it's another cliche, but it's cliche for a reason is like the mark that you leave on the world is your that's your legacy. Like if you Mm. leave it better than you came. (laughs) 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 But if you leave this world better than it was then before you were born, then you did your job. And that's so true. Like. Mm Even if it's just important, what you've done is important to the people around you right now, that matters, you know? So, like, I don't know. I have a hard time coming to terms with my own mortality. Like, I don't, I choose not to think about it, but it's everybody fucking dies. I'm still waiting on the head transplant 
to to work i would like to just keep transferring my head to different bodies i'll be like 200 years old on like a 17 year old body i think dying would be peaceful have you watched ted lasso at all no it's on apple tv right yeah do you have roku or anything i have a chromecast and a fire stick i think you might be able to get apple tv plus on fire stick oh i think that's new i don't know for sure you have to like pay for it though yeah it's like four dollars a month i can give you my login um it is hand to god the best show i've ever seen i've heard great things i didn't think i would like it because i'm not like a sports person my favorite tweet was someone saying like ted lasso is so good because that idea of a man being nice is like novel yes (laughs) he's the best fucking character ever written i'm convinced like he is it's such a happy show there's like no real conflict on the show like i mean there's conflict to like move the story along but there's nothing like I saw another tweet that was like, how did they manage to bring the entire feeling of serotonin into one show? Yes. It's so happy. But the reason I'm thinking of it is Ted Ted has a panic attack on one of the episodes, and it is the most accurate depiction of a panic attack I've ever seen in any media ever. What do you, since we're talking about panic attacks, what do they look like for you? Yeah. Um, so I won't give anything away. It actually wasn't even like a, like a major plot point. It just like happened in one of the episodes. But like in the episode he like started like kind of tapping his fingers like his fingers kind of started to like he's doing this and I when I start to have panic attacks my fingers start to tingle like they feel like there's like pins and needles and then my arms start to tingle and then my legs start to tingle so like that's how I know it's about to happen and it's the worst when it's an untriggered panic attack because it's just like it'll happen when I'm driving sometimes just like oh fuck I'm about to have a fucking panic attack it's been significantly less since Prozac um but it'll start like that and then I just sort of black out like I can like if if I am driving I'm not like I don't like pass out but I'm kind of just like nobody's home anymore and I can't breathe and I just like I'm crying a ton and I can't catch my breath and then I just have to ground myself so I'll try to find like I don't even I don't remember the order but it's like five things you can see four things you can hear like Mm -hmm. that kind of thing I ground myself that way and I've gotten much better over the years of getting myself out of them. My panic attacks used to last like a half hour. Wow. Fucking horrible. Yeah. I could not even imagine something like that. It's bad. Like what are yours long. like? I know everybody experiences them differently. Um, my panic attacks are like if I'm already like high, like high stress mm-hmm. about something. Um, and like we had been talking about before we were recording, like anxiety just having you cannot get out of a thought cycle and it just becomes so overwhelming and um I'll like start crying and then uh it it's so weird how it happens it's like hit being hit by a tidal wave like um I'll like start crying and then it's like the gates open and I start sobbing and like heaving and um, I mean, after I realized that's what my panic attacks were like, I was like, oh, I've been doing this my entire life. Um, yep. But I like the big thing is, is I can't breathe. And I like am now that I know what they look like and feel like for me, like I know when I'm having one and I just embrace it because yeah. that's the best way for your body to process it. Totally. Understanding it gives it a lot less power, which is mm-hmm. nice. And when you're ha- when like now that I know that too, I'm instead of trying to stop myself from like freaking out, like 
I just let it happen. Mm -hmm. And it's been really hard. I feel like I've had more panic attacks when I'm around Mr. Liz than if I'm not because I spend more time with him now, obviously. Yeah. But like when he's around, I don't want to have one. And then that just makes me have a worse one. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I am embarrassed that I'm having a panic attack while you're here. And he's like, if anything, I'm like happy that I'm here while you're having one because I want to make sure I can take care of you and I'm like that makes me feel a lot better but it is like it feels like kind of embarrassing because like I'm not trying to be dramatic I'm not trying to do it for attention I just cannot control that my body needs to cry out my stress right now yeah well I mean like yeah and the the pressure of not wanting to have one really does make it so much worse Mm -hmm. but also like you've said in the past that like growing up you felt like you were being like you were told that you were being dramatic when you were having emotions like it makes sense that you would be embarrassed to like have this big emotional reaction in front of someone yeah and like when I was a kid I would go into my closet and like hide behind all my clothes and sob (laughs) yeah I mean like no one ever knew isn't that I saw a tweet yesterday that was like um were you allowed to show emotions as a kid or do you get that sharp pain in the back of your throat when you're trying not to cry (laughs) other people feel that oh my god (laughs) I feel seen (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my god but scientifically too like um crying is a way to relieve stress i fucking love crying um there's a few different things i learned this in the come as you are book which i haven't finished reading yet but uh if you've listened to us talk about it in the last few episodes i highly recommend i'm like about halfway through but Mm -hmm. the author mentions um just like stress responses and uh the way to like you need to complete the stress cycle um otherwise you're gonna f- keep feeling like you're something's chasing after you yeah it's very primal i was just about to say it's super primal yeah yeah and then she's like also like sometimes you can't do these things like so here are some other stress relievers but the two i remember the most are you can scream which uh, I have screamed into a pillow a few times just to test it out. It's the best. Feels really nice. Hell yeah. Uh, but it does hurt my throat. Mm-hmm, it would. And then um, crying. Can't always cry. Um, and then just like uh, sensory related things like um, touch helps me feel grounded again, which I wouldn't have suspected for myself, but it does make a lot of sense. It's just one of those like natural things of like, um, like, it sounds kind of corny, like holding a crystal or something, like a smooth rock, yep. like helps me. And if it's cold, that helps me feel a lot better. I was going to say like being touched. Like if, if you're like, yeah, if someone's like playing with my hair, that that'll too. help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like, yeah, sh- uh, sharing like affection or someone being affectionate towards you is another way to be, gr- feel grounded because mm-hmm. you can just kind of like release stress and like know you're safe. Cause that's ultimately what it is, is like the fear that you are unsafe yeah before we started recording i was telling liz about this um series on netflix called explained and there's like explained money explained sex that i have not watched but i would Ooh, love to we should watch it yeah i wanted to watch it. i wanted to like book club watch it, it with since us. i don't yeah yeah i don't read so <laughs> it's it's a character flaw 
but I think like a like a book club with Explain would be interesting. But they have explained the mind as well, and there is an anxiety episode, and it explains like the central nervous system and like how it's anxiety is like a trait that we have adapted with to keep us safe, and like things are always like bouncing off in our heads. Like it once the system starts, my therapist calls it. Um, picking something up and dealing with it before putting it down because like if you don't and that stress keeps building and you have all of these things that are stressing you out that are you're not dealing with because you just like don't want to or like you think you're okay without working through it it just starts stacking and it becomes too much to deal with Mm -hmm. so it's like screaming into a pillow or crying or something whatever like you need to do to get the stress out is like it doesn't just go away you can't like destroy energy Mm -hmm. it's just like it's you have to deal with it and it's something that's like not made up in your head i think that we are conditioned to believe that like oh you're anxious it's all in your head it's like well hold on also science after (laughs) after your brain like finishes developing at 25 and like the uh i think it's like what your frontal cortex or something um that's it's just the part the part of your brain that deals with consequences Mm. so you just become like more empathetic and more aware of like the consequences your actions will have so i think that's also why like 26 27 are such like big years in your life because like your brain is solidifying and you're like oh shit (laughs) I can see how this is gonna feel later so I think that also kind of has like heightened my anxiety in the last few years of just kind of like and going to therapy while that is going on like actually in my brain yeah so yeah just it it becomes really exhausting. It is. To it's just, super exhausting. Like want to do something you know is makes you feel bad and then now you're just aware that it makes you feel bad and you're like, wait, so now what do I do instead? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, I don't want to do the thing that makes me feel bad, but I still am feeling bad. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. where I've been at. I feel I, like I've taken a few steps backwards in my therapy process. I hear you. I I don't think that there are any s- steps backward because because like you're you identify it so like mm-hmm. you are you have the knowledge so that's not a step backward it's not like a backslide it's just kind of like a little like setback I think it's like you're not moving backward you're just kind of like here yeah but you have all of the knowledge that you have gained like over the past however long you've been in therapy and like you know what you've been able to get through in the past and so you're gonna you've set the bar for yourself for what you can handle mm-hmm. and I think that that's the beautiful thing about therapy you can't like unlearn things it could True. feel like you can because like you start to like revert back to like old behaviors or whatever but it's like it doesn't you can't undo work that you've done I've had to tell myself that a ton like there have been some things that I've been afraid of managing like I like would avoid looking at pictures of my ex this is a good example like I didn't want to see pictures of my ex because I thought that it would send me back into this like I had like a feeling phobia I like didn't want to go back to this dark place so I just like didn't want to see a picture Mm -hmm. and hold on yep (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen him oh my god he's giving you a stink eye he's scared he's like what the fuck um but like, like fine fuck you yeah, fuck off. i was just trying to t- <laughs> give my two cents i have an ex to talk about you guys haven't talked in so long <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute wow he's really he's he's mad um but i was worried about like what it would do to me to see pictures of my ex like i didn't want to be thrown back to this mindset that i was in 
before of like needing to start from square one of healing. And my therapist was like, yeah, you can get thrown back to how you were feeling for a second, but like you're not going to undo all of this learning and growing that you've done because you see someone's picture. It doesn't work like that. Like, and it's easy to feel like it will because our feelings in our head are so black and white. When in reality, like all of this work and all of this growth and building has like brought us to where we're at now. It wasn't like one day we woke up and we're like, I'm better. Like it was, it was over time. It's so easy to look, look at it and be like, all right, like if I run into him on the street, it's going to undo a year and a half of work when that's just not how it works. Like you are so much stronger than you were last time that happened. And so you're more well equipped to deal with the scary shit that you don't want to happen. That's so true. I hadn't considered that. I hadn't either until she pointed it out. I was like, this is why you get the big bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess. (laughs) Whatever. PhD. Cute. Whatever. Get out of my face with your knowledge. Yeah. Super cool. No. Uh, I love when my therapist helps me realize something. Even now. I want to do... It would be fun. You know how like at work you have like a annual review of like your performance mm-hmm. i want that for my therapist <laughs> i just want to be like what do you think of my changes over time my friend's therapist does that with him they do like i a, would love that yeah they review his intake forms every year interesting which i think is super interesting yeah anyway all i have to do is look back at my journals and i'm like damn girl you've changed so much oh my god that reminds me i want to do a ritualistic burning and i ooh. don't know i've been trying to Let's figure live out stream it ooh, ooh, that's a great idea i found my ex got me this journal for christmas the year that i found out that he had been cheating on me and i used the journal to journal just stream of consciousness how much i fucking hated him and it was misplaced i know it was misplaced but how much i hated the girls that he cheated on me with like hate and uh i think some of it is fair because they knew that he was dating you i think so, so too. i think that's fucked up it is it is fucked up i think a few of them <laughs> i hate that i have to say a few of them a few of the girls that he cheated on me with like were actually like he misled them and told them that he was single some of them no straight up just knew that's but like, it's so fine just be a girl's girl don't don't be that person no the fuck no dick is ever worth it no dick is ever I worth it hashtag miss no dick is ever worth it <laughs> get um, it trending yeah <laughs> hashtag no dick is ever worth it um <laughs> but we have some hot button topics to talk about yes we do uh this therapy uh sesh was much needed yes it I, was i think um because it's always good it, it's like cathartic to talk about therapy and um i'm sure a lot of people can relate to our experiences absolutely but uh we took a poll on instagram i did it on my personal and um also on the podcast instagram just so i could get like a wider range mm-hmm. of information so we asked you guys if um, – what was the first question? Uh, if we, When you are dating someone, do you want them to delete nudes from past people um, that they may, they may have received in the past? And then the follow-up question is like, if you were in a serious relationship with someone else, would you want past partners to delete nudes of you just out of respect? So, 
Uh, the, the answers were not surprising, but in some ways they did surprise me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, and then I also asked um, a follow-up question. Like, if you keep nudes, why? why? Just like, what's the reason? So uh, to unpack all of this, I was curious because I have been thinking a lot about um, people who have nudes of me. And I had never really like, I like went into the deep corners of like what ifs when thinking about this. So some people, I'll be honest, some people were really fucking annoying with their replies. They're like, um, well, you should ask your current partner how they feel. And it's like, I'm looking at the numbers in front of my face, my guy. And like, overwhelmingly, people do not want you to keep nudes of past like hookups or relationships or whatever they don't want you to do that and overwhelmingly that number are women Mm -hmm. so if you're dating a woman she doesn't she don't want to go through your phone and find pictures of someone else there's just no reason that you need to keep them no i can't think of a reason i like (laughs) so the thing that was annoying to me is like well you should ask your current partner how they feel about it and have boundaries but it's just like It seems like intentional incompetence to me to be like, well, I didn't know you wouldn't be okay with that, babe. Like, like how men go to the grocery store and they're like, well, I don't know what to get. Like, I'm just a guy. Like, and it's on purpose because they don't want to have to deal with it. They don't want to have to deal with the consequences. And this isn't to say that men are always like this. Like, I firmly do not believe that. But um, I've been seeing that conversation happening a lot in Mm -hmm. different places of, like, intentional incompetence. And it's, like, a form of passive aggression to be like, well, I I, I don't know how to do this, right? So, like, then whoever you're dating is, like, fine I'll just do it myself and now you don't have to do it right you you mother them (laughs) that's kind of how it is it's like I don't I shouldn't have to hold your hand through some basic thinking here yep so that's what was like annoying to me but um someone was like you shouldn't keep nudes of people if like the person you have the pictures of is not okay with it Mm -hmm. like you need to come to it I think that's a really great point like you need to have a conversation like hey if I send you these like you have to delete them when we're done talking like if and when that is and you have to be able to know you have to trust the person enough to actually do it when Mm -hmm. when you they say that they will which Um, is a whole other thing and then I started thinking about so I thought about people who have pictures of me or might still have them um and then I started thinking about like so I have like a no phone policy like I don't want to go through my partner's phone like I just have done that before yeah it fucking blows you're no matter what you're gonna find something you don't want to see like sure you might not they might not be cheating on you or something but if you like find something like past texts or whatever with like other people they used to date you still don't want to see that right and you're always going to create a story around something as well like even if there's actually nothing to find you'll create a story because you're looking for it Mm -hmm. exactly um so anyways i thought about okay like uh what if I found like pictures on Mr. Liz's phone. How would I feel about that? Right. Because I thought about my ex-partners having pictures of me and like a lot of them are married now and I don't know if they've all gotten rid of like pictures. Mm-hmm. My uh, shoe man had an entire folder of me on his computer that I didn't even know about. And there was like one occasion where he was recording me without my permission. He like had it set up. That's like, what do you mean yeah. he had it set up like he, he had like his gopro set up on his shelf 
that's like that's like illegal yeah and that i mean at the end of it i had like after we had like had sex i like had a breakdown because we had broken up at that point i had like a breakdown and i was like crying and that was on camera too He's like, I'm not going to whack off to this. Like, I'm, no yeah, he's just going to make him sad. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh. Um, but anyways, I, I don't know if he deleted that stuff. So Hold on. I, I, I know yeah. I say this all the time. If I ever meet this man, <laughs> I won't. But if I do, it's going to be on site. I swear <laughs> to you. I've never punched anyone in my life. And he is somebody I would punch in the throat. Who the fuck behaves like that? A sociopath, probably. I've thought a lot about if I ever had the misfortune of running into him, I actually don't think it would be that big of a deal. I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be for you I think I would just like, yeah, I probably wouldn't say anything. That's my own business. But I also know that I know him well enough to know he would shit his pants. Have you seen that video of um, Solange and Beyonce in the elevator with Jay-Z and Solange like goes to town on Jay-Z? <laughs> that, that would be me and Shoe Man. And you would just be standing there like with your arms crossed. You and, and Anna. I would just be, yes. Yeah, I'd be like, well, oh, we would, you'd like, just do like the dog whistle. You not deserve this. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it was a long time coming. Okay, anyway, that's my, go on. Back to my nude investigation <sighs> slash rant. Yes. So I thought about, I just thought about all of it in context and like I was like you know obviously I'm aware that he's dated people before me mm-hmm. so it would suck to see that and then I was like wait a minute I probably have some questionable shit on my phone because I just haven't like consciously gone through old pictures I have so much shit on my phone just like saved memes and like pictures of something stupid I saw on the sidewalk like stuff I don't need on my phone so I I think I have like 9,000 photos or something same it's not on purpose I haven't even gone through all my pictures to know if there's anything sketchy in in there but still 40 hour work week (laughs) exactly it totally would (laughs) um but then I was like I like I don't think most people who would have them would do it maliciously and I also thought about like um how I would handle it and like how I might have handled it in the past and in the past if something like that had happened I wouldn't be like understanding at all I would immediately default to like I feel bad I'm mad at you you did this to hurt me so I would either like I would start a fight I would end a relationship over it like it would have been a huge blow up and then I'm like what would I do now and like honestly <laughs> you know the right thing to do would be like hey what you know what's up with this and not make it a scene but just be like why do you still have these yeah and it could be probably a very not it at likely not a malicious answer of just mm-hmm. like I forgot they were even on there yeah um and Liz now maybe I'd have that conversation but I am still a little toxic <laughs> sometimes I think I would just delete them and never say anything yeah delete them and then go to the deleted pictures and delete those yeah. gone forever and be like Honestly, like that alone Who? is like a good test because then if they're like, <laughs> if they hey, did know uh, that they existed, did you like look on my phone? Like, no. Yeah. 
That's <laughs> gaslighting. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's like, I mean, I think a lot of the time, I don't want to say all the time because there are some shady people out there, but like, I think a lot of the time people just forget that they have them. Yeah. Like I was talking um, when Squints saw the poll, he said, we, we had like a mini discussion about it and he was like, I don't think I have anything saved, but like, what if I did, you know, not like asking me, he's like, I don't remember if I do, but mm-hmm. like, I could like go back through like five years of photos and like, maybe there's like a boob shot of somebody in there. He's like, I, I do not know. And he's like, it's because I do not care. Like, I'm not thinking about it. So I'm not going to go yeah. back and delete it. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's and like, it's not malicious. No, it's just like, yeah, they were hot when I w- they sent them to me and I haven't thought about it since. It's just like a hookup. Like, yeah. Sometimes I have to like, this makes me sound like I've had sex with like hundreds of people, but like, I can't remember some of the people that I've had sex with. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's the same kind of thing. It's like, sometimes people will pop in my head. I'm like, ah, yeah. And I'm not like actively thinking about it. I think like having someone's nudes is kind of the same thing. You know, it's, it's almost less personal. Yeah. But I think like some people do intentionally keep them. We did get some replies about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in regards to the follow up question, like would I want someone to delete pictures of me after I've been in like a serious relationship or something? And the way I view that, like so most people overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly voted like, yes, I would want someone to delete past pictures of me like if they're married or something like Mm -hmm. that makes sense um but the way I feel about it is like okay if you like I'm not even thinking about you and you're like holding on to my nudes that's like embarrassing yeah if I'm being honest yep and um yeah just like holding on to someone's nudes after they're like dating someone else they're like married like I don't know. It's very weird. It's, it's yeah. I'm like, do you have a shame kink? Like, do you get off on watching this person like be happy without you? Or just like, and, if like, your ex creates a you're Twitter just like, just to, like assault you. <laughs> <laughs> I kind have a similar rant kind of about that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, very similar. Of just like, I'm gonna like hold on in these nudes because one time you sent them to me and I thought it was hot. Yeah, or like the I don't know. There's just something like that is has is kind of pathetic to me and that makes it embarrassing mm-hmm. of like like uh it's very like golem yeah to me like right. my precious it's kind of like hunched uh, over in your cave yeah exactly yeah so I there's know. just yeah there's something there's like sh- something shame related to that for me but all that being said i'm like if that fucks up your future relationship that's not my problem no so some of you gave us some answers on why you might keep somebody's nudes which we'll lead we'll we'll lead we'll read later on in the episode so um you'll hear those at the end uh but they were pretty interesting and some of them were pretty funny some of them were a little problematic Man, y'all. y'all have some hot takes i thought i had some hot takes but y'all really have some hot there takes, are some hot takes out there that's also why i asked so yeah it was interesting i'm glad mm-hmm. that you did ask so mm-hmm. anyway um you'll hear those at the end I also, and maybe this is, like, really, like, me and my liberal bubble up in Washington, but, like, I think that, like, another kind of, this is, like, a new paragraph, like, nudes are becoming so much more of a thing that is, like, accepted. Like, it's not, like, 
if your nudes get leaked. Yeah, we have all like, been trapped <gasps> inside for almost two years. Right. Like, how the fuck else are we supposed to, like, have a good time? Yeah, and I think, like, that's so true. And, like, also, I think sex workers are being applauded a lot more than they used to be. Um, I don't know if that's the case in everyone that's listening to town, but, like, in ours it is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like, communities that I'm involved with online, that's the case. And so, like... I have never, I've never sent a nude. Like I've never, I've said this before on the podcast. I never have. It's not that I'm like against it. I just like haven't. I've sent like nude adjacents. But if it ever got to the point where I did and it leaked, it's not something or like it leaked or like somebody held on to it or whatever. I wouldn't be like, please, like don't. Cause it's like, okay, like it's my fucking body. Who gives a fuck? Everybody has one. Yeah. Everyone has a body. So like. I don't know. I think that it's like we're in this new phase where like I think if we were having this conversation 20 years ago and somebody was hanging on to nudes, it would be like there'd be so much shame for the person in the picture associated with that. And that's changed. Yeah. Which is a little shocking. Now Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, if you're going to expose someone's nudes, you're a shitty fucking person. Yes. Like that's not what they. But you also take a risk every time you send one to like hope that that person isn't sharing it with other people right or like gonna like blast them online there's there is a big issue with like revenge porn but I did want to like say if so what if the circumstance was like someone paid for the nudes how would you feel about that and so what what's this person that I sent them to paid for them maybe or Or just if you were looking through a partner's phone well first how would you feel if you were looking through someone's phone and you found like a bunch of old nudes um it I guess it depends on what point of my relationship I'm in with them mm-hmm. um I think I would feel differently if it was later on in the relationship than if it was early on in the relationship fully I fully agree but I I think it would depend on the circumstance of our relationship period like I feel like if I, I mean, this relationship that I'm in now, again, non-exclusive, please don't be in my DMs about it, but with Squints, this relationship, if I were to go through his phone and find pictures of anybody that he's been with in the past, I would have a different reaction to that than if I went through my ex's phone and found that. Yeah. Because I was in a space with my ex that I was way more insecure than I am in with squints like with squints if I found nudes I know how squints feels about me like I don't need to question it I'm not like if I find something I'm not like is he jacking off to these photos still Mm -hmm. I would know that he's not like I I mean if he is okay but like it doesn't change how he feels about me you know if my ex had nudes in his phone or anywhere I would be like what the fuck like and so I think it's really circumstantial I think Mm -hmm. it's different um in terms of paying for them like if it was like somebody on OnlyFans I'd be like fuck yeah I'd rather you do that than look at free porn I'd feel significantly different if I was like if they were like yeah I'm subscribing to so-and-so's OnlyFans Mm -hmm. or this person has an OnlyFans and I signed up for it I'd be like well well also it kind of uh, I don't know does it depend on what the relationship yeah i don't think it does because like you can watch porn for free i was just about to say it's just like it's just yeah i would rather my partner be giving money to the person that they're consuming than watching some like i think it would bother me if they like looked like dramatically different than me i'd be like oh my god that's fair that's very very fair but i would totally support like supporting sex workers yeah hell yeah so 
Oh, no, yeah. that's so true. And there's I, a lot of conflicting what ifs, which is why I wanted to talk about it. I mean, it's huge. It's kind of a never ending conversation. Like the the people that Squints has dated in the past are actual polar opposites to me. And like that has like actual and like that has been kind of a source of like, mm. <laughs> like okay, all right. Well, you picked me. So. Yeah. But like it's it's one of those things that's like it, I completely agree. If if anybody I was dating was subscribing to somebody like just completely different from me I'd be like what am I not like tickling your fancy in like what you're wanting to get out of a sexual experience like visually Mm -hmm. but I think that these are the things that we kind of like ascribe more meaning to than we need to because like the people that I Liz texted me today about um you can cut this out if you want to but um a porn recommendation oh yeah no I wanted to talk about it Owen Gray and Small Hands and I was curious <sighs> who Small Hands was because I know who Owen Gray is so I, I looked up Small I, Hands Small Hands does it for me holy fuck me too he's so hot he's so fucking hot and he's like really I watched one of the threesomes not like for okay so I texted Amelia I was like I have like a porn recommendation for you so <laughs> if you look at if you watch porn, you probably know who Owen Gray is. Um, he just like he looks a little bit like uh, fuck the guy who plays it. What's his name? Oh, Skarsgård. Yeah, um, he looks like yeah. a Bill Skarsgård uh-huh, a little bit, uh-huh. and he has like all of these tattoos. Um, and he just like pays like he like he pays so much attention to the women he has sex with, and yeah. like he's like focused on making sure they come it's like it's really hot he's very locked in the entire yeah. time yeah Ugh. he's engaged Bless you, it's Owen just Gray. it's it's beautiful to watch and then um i had recently searched owen gray because i was like yeah what you know what's what's he doing <laughs> and one of the top things that came up when i searched owen gray is he was having like a, f- he, a few of these came up he had three sons with a woman just you know there were yeah there were a few different women and small hands who's another male porn star and small hands is like tatted up he has like brown curly hair he's he's so fine and like the two of them like very attentive just paying so much attention to this woman (laughs) and it's so hot they're like telling her she's like a good girl (laughs) i'm laughing because like how sad is it that like we're like oh my god they're paying so much attention to her well that's like (laughs) that's why it's hot just like it's so unique all this special care like i don't know like not even one man can do that much no most of the time no you know so I think, yeah, just like the amount of attention they give the person that they're having sex with, like that's why they're such well to do porn stars. Totally. Oh, and Gray, people know his name, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm, small hands. S- small hands is. Th- there was, I think what really does it for me about Owen Gray and small hands is like, yeah, like the attention paid. There was a part in the one that I was watching and I wasn't watching I wasn't masturbating. I was just like, I'm just like a little curious. Yeah, like, you just want to see what I'm telling you about. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is Liz suggesting that I watch? So I put, threw one on, 
cast it to my television, my poor neighbors. I keep realizing I can hear everything <laughs> my neighbors do, so I'm they for sure now. Um, but anyway, so I was watching this, and like there was a part of it where he, small hands, um, I think he like hit the girl with his shoulder at one point. That yeah, and he was like, oh my god, and he like paused and he was like, I'm so sorry, and she was like, it's okay, and it was like this interaction of like it's so rare in free porn that the woman is respected in the situation because it's like kind of like the hot thing to be like you're an object, but like. Like, if you think about, like, two men and a woman threesome yeah. porn, it it 95% of the time, it is going to be, like, the worst thing you've ever fucking seen. It's just, like, <laughs> so true. mechanical and yep. gross and sad, and you're just like, oh, is anyone going to make her come? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it She's sucks faking. to watch. Yeah. yeah. So, in this circumstance, it's the total opposite. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is the only time I would consider a threesome is if like I was receiving that much attention and care and thought and not being treated like an object hundred percent hundred percent yeah I it's like they're having sex with her for her benefit yes like for her enjoyment yeah y'all have to throw this on like regardless of like your gender what gender you date what genders you date this is it's so hot it's just so it's respectful Chef's and not in kiss. a cheesy way. I yes. think that that's a hard balance to strike. When I was looking up Small Hands um, repertoire, I was seeing like he is in a lot of porn that's directed by women. Mm. Um, and yeah, I've seen him on Bellessa. Yeah. And a lot of people do recommend Bellessa to us. Like mm-hmm. we've been getting more and more like emails and DMs lately. People are so like, have you heard cool. of Bellessa? And like... Yes, we have, um, but the only contingency I have with it is there are like aren't a lot of women of color on on it, and also it's like kind of vanilla for me. Got it's it. A lot of vanilla stuff, but I have I I originally found Small Hands on Bellessa. The reason I brought up Small Hands to begin with is because I realized when I was watching this and I was like oh my god this is so hot he is not he doesn't look like anyone I've ever dated and I and that kind of person to watch on porn really turns me on so it's like I can have a type and then I have like a porn type and they're like two totally different things you know um my type is uh attractive people same so me too I'll just just anyone anyone I find attractive in my type (laughs) that's so true but like Rule number one, be hot. Yeah. Rule number two, pay attention to me. Don't be not hot. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's I think that's like something two. on Reddit. Rule number one is be attractive, and rule number two is don't be unattractive. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, that tatted on me. Um, so, okay, so this is a good foray into. Did you have something else to say? No. Okay. <laughs> I, Liz knows this. I finally bought a vibrator, y'all. I've been talking about this since we started recording this podcast. I could not pull the trigger on a vibrator. I think I mentioned this in the little baby sode. Um, If you have like vibrator or sex toy recommendations, I don't care what your sexual identity is, what your gender identity is. Let us know what the fuck you like and what you like to use it for because this uh, this is a sex podcast. We We, want to spread the good word. Yeah, we want to spread. We want to knock on people's doors like missionaries and Fuck yeah. <laughs> let them know. And literally. Yes. <laughs> and by doors, we mean vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> We're knocking on that door. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, like we want to we want to be able to give recommendations. And yeah. I have finally I've finally stepped foot into this world, y'all. Uh, so what kind of vibrator did you get? I bought a Lovence. Uh-huh. I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. 
Um, vibe three. I have some things to say about this. What is it? What does it look like? Will you describe it to me? It is a pink. It's a pink C. I have a blue C. Ooh. But it's is not yours the same just brand. a G spot? No, it does both. Okay, so this is my issue with Levens. And a week after I bought this, they came out with a G spot and a clitoral stimulator. I'd be so mad. I'm so fucking mad. But anyway, <clears throat> that's neither here nor there. This vibrator is I'll go with, I'll do pros and cons. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little um, review. Pros. There is an app that's like a social media thing that like people can record vibrating patterns and then people can vote on them so there's like best vibrating patterns interesting most like recommended based on like how you masturbate like it's it's really cool and then you can connect me and squints connected our (laughs) it was really he called me and he was like i think this is how you do it and he like turned it on and it was it was like it was it wasn't like anywhere near me Um, (laughs) but it was just so fucking funny and exciting to be like you are not here and you're able to make me feel good i love that so that's a pro. Um, bunch of different like patterns, strengths, great. Con, <laughs> um, it does not hold a charge. It mm. does not hold a charge. And now it's just not charging, which is very that annoying. Sucks. So I emailed them and they were like, try this and this and this. And have you tried like changing, like turn it upside down, the charger upside down because it'll only charge one way. And then if it doesn't work, send us a picture. And it's like, just send me a different one. I'll send this back. Just make it work. Just make it work. Like, I'm just trying to get off. Is Women having an orgasm that big of like a financial loss to you right. that like you think you're lying. Right. They think that you're lying. I don't know. Like what is it? It just it just will not. It just won't. Why would I be lying about it charging or not? Well, I mean, maybe I would now that they have a better one that just came out. But like it's actually not. So it's like the, you know, the, the customer service isn't really there. Um, and it doesn't charge. Was it expensive? Yeah, it was $119. See, that's the thing. It's like, it's so, it's the pink tax. It's mm-hmm. so predatory. Yeah, it really like, is. <laughs> oh, you want to have an orgasm? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> $120 yeah. for you to come. Okay, and you know what? I don't like Amazon. Don't love to support Amazon. But... My favorite vibrator is from Amazon. I got a couple of vibrators that I use consistently. What's your favorite one? Uh, my it. favorite one is a blue. Uh, blue is a bullet vibrator. Okay. Uh, little black looks like lipstick. Okay. Um, I love it because it's just it, it's very handy. Um, it's like the perfect size. It's inconspicuous if you're like traveling, and um. Like, I can hold it. Mr. Liz can hold it. Like, it's just easy to, like, maneuver. Um, That's great. You can put it wherever you want. Mm -hmm. But probably don't put it in your butt because there isn't, like, um, a flat end. So... Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, no. I probably wouldn't try that yeah, if I were you. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, Cautionary tale. Yeah, it needs to have, I can't think of the word right now, but it needs to have like a... Like a taper? Yeah. Not like really a, a flat taper. end. Yeah. So you can pull it out. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, was it? Oh, How yeah. Was bullet it? bullet vibrator. Probably like $10. Shut the fuck 10 up. 10 to $15. What the fuck am I doing? The thing is powerful. And it has multiple settings. How long does the charge last? Uh, charge is not great. I Definitely. guess like, but I do use it a lot. So and like vibrating alone, I, I would assume that uses a lot of energy. I get that, but like 
uh, I have had, I don't actually know if my vibrators held a charge period at any point. So like mm-hmm. I'm, this might be an unfair review. I might have just gotten a botched one, but like for a little thing for $10 to like maybe have like a and better it, charge. It's like, and it recharges. So that's the thing that I like about it is that like, I don't need to change any batteries. I can just recharge it so that gets the most use out of it. I was talking about it with Mr. Liz last night. Because uh, he was like, which one's your favorite? And I was like, I think the bullet because it's just like very like tried and true, reliable. Like it's just like easy to use. And he was like, how many times, how many orgasms do you think you've had using it? He's like, would you guess like 500? And then I was like, I don't think that much because I've only had it for like a year. And then he was like clearly doing the math in his head. And he's like, I think it'd be pretty easy to like clock 500 on that in a year. And I was like, that's true. Do you think? I honestly would not be surprised if I've used it five. I've had 500 orgasms with that in a year. Wow. Well, because we've all had those days where our libido is just harassing us. That's so true. I think like I had a day this summer where it was just insatiable, but it to the point where it was annoying, where I was just like, how many times do I have to masturbate today for like me to be free of this feeling mm-hmm. <laughs> i know that feeling so fucking well like i want to stop being do you find bothered by on those days that your libido is like do you feel like your orgasms are more intense yes. on those days yeah me too they're like my body Explosive. gets like possessed. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was explaining it to Mr. Liz, like, there have been some days where I'm like, can this feeling go away finally? Like, how many times do I have to jerk off? And then he he was like, um, God, how did he say it? He's like, maybe that's what happened to Jesus. Like, he just jerked off so many times he transcended. <laughs> and I was like, that's what the Holy Ghost is. And then he was like, ew. Because it's white. <laughs> Well, this is very you're topically just, relevant you're just like an orgasm ghost yeah <laughs> i was like i wish that would happen to me you come so hard that you just transcend into another dimension that's honestly sometimes what i feel like sometimes <laughs> i'll come so hard i do not remember the past like three minutes you're like just, was i here don't touch me <laughs> yeah. you're just like flopped over like oh my god wait this this i actually have been wanting to talk about this sometimes I'll come. Sometimes I'll be able to like have multiple orgasms in a row. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll come so hard that like I don't even want somebody to think about me. Like I need like all separation mm-hmm. of church and state. And like I don't know what that line is. Like, I call those a deathgasm. <laughs> Ooh, deathgasm. Yeah, that's where gonna you be the like, name of my screamo band. <laughs> deathgasm. <laughs> Can I be in it? Yes. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> He came out with a song with Travis Barker. Have you heard it? Mm-hmm. Love them. Anyway, um, I I am big on communication in bed. Big on having the whole like everything that you feel like you should talk about, you should talk about. Big fan of that. However, sometimes I'll come and then the person that I'm having sex with will like try to get me off again. And I don't know how to say, nah, I'm done without it being like, no, that's enough. Like what is like, <laughs> like how do you, how do you word it? Like, I don't think I can get off again. That's hard to say when you've just had this like huge orgasm. You know what I mean? They try to make you get off more than once. Every time. 
No one does that for me. <laughs> no one pays me in gum. <laughs> I wouldn't want it, but I would appreciate the attempt. <laughs> for sure. Um, I feel like you just should thrash around like an eel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. Like an eel out of its, out of the water. Just- I always make the mistake. <laughs> I'm really Somebody happy just, we're like, filming this. Soft yeah. instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to see Liz just, like, flopping like an eel. <laughs> thrash around until they're like, what the fuck is going on? Do I need to call for help? Yeah. Are you having a seizure? <laughs> no, but just please do not touch my clitoris <laughs> for at least 20 minutes. Sometimes I'll have orgasms so strong that like even like nipple stimulation, like even like kisses anywhere. I'm like, I can't be touched. Interesting. I can't be touched. And, like, so I'll say something, like, Squints is a perfect example of this, bless his heart. He always tries to get me off at least twice. And I'll say, I don't think I can come again, which is a mistake because he takes that as a challenge when, in reality, I can't come again. It's, like, uh, it's a nice way of saying I need you to stop touching me. (laughs) Yeah. Because it is no longer pleasurable. Right. Like, I'm very sensitive. And then he'll get it. he's, He's very receptive and perceptive. But, like, I don't know how to be, like, I mean, for somebody that I'm not comfortable with, like, if it's not squints, it's, like, nah, I'm done. It feels like kind of a mood killer sentence. Even though the mood has been killed, I don't want to, like, kill the mood. Um, You know what I mean? I have an intrusive question that you, we can remove it. I already love it. Uh, What do guys' faces look like when you are coming? Oh. Mm. Um, uh, I'm going to have to make sure that he's okay with me keeping this in. Nobody knows who he is. Fuck it. Squints. Well, he gets really, he usually comes first. Um, not intentionally. I feel like if he could get me off before, then he would. But Prozac <laughs> takes me a sec to come. Hey. <laughs> What's up? Shout at out least to Prozac. You, at least you could come, you can come on Prozac. Yeah, it takes a bit, but I, it was rough for me. It's rough for a lot of people. I used to be able to come really quick and I can't really do that anymore. It's not like a problem. I don't, it's not like non-existent. So I'm lucky in that sense, but it does take a little bit. Um, But he'll have already come. So then he's like all attention on me and he's like really like locked in and intense and it gets me to come. Like it's like seeing him be so intense and like it's like the eye contact and, like, he's just, like, really determined. Does his face change at all? Yeah, he like, looks like a totally different person when we're having sex. Well, I, I love when that happens. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, no, who, who are this? you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey. I'll call you sir. <laughs> um, no, do, like, when you're coming, does he have, like, an expression? Or is it, like, the same as while Oh, I see what you're Yeah. I don't know. I usually tr- – I truly transcend when i have an orgasm it's, it is a spiritual experience i should pay attention though why does mr liz does his face change mm-hmm. what do you mean oh i mean in general it depends on what we're doing the way he looks when he is being a dom is the best thing i've ever seen <laughs> oh my god it's so hot he just looks different like his face just changes yes hell yeah uh, i don't even know how to explain it it's hard to explain mm-hmm. it's like their it's like their eyes change but i think the same thing happens to me 
I think the same thing happens to everyone. It's just so like too. there's a change in like up here. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, you're like kind of scary and hot. <laughs> I'm like kind of turned on because I'm like kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I do like, I mean, fear is like a big factor when it comes to sex for me. Well, BDSM. Yeah, totally. I like to be afraid a little bit. I think that those, I don't know any of the brain mechanisms behind this, so take this with a a grain of salt, but like I know that sadness and your libido are so close that Mm -hmm. I feel like fear and your libido must be close. Um, The uh, Come As You Are book has like a very short little section that explains this very well of like why people would enjoy something painful when it comes to having sex and it's because when you're turned on your brain is already in um the mood to like to receive any feeling that you have as like sexual so you're just more open-minded to something being sexy and turning you on interesting so it's not entirely like oh you're a masochist and you like want to feel pain when you have sex like it's just like such a fun sensation because it's so unexpected huh. that it's like enjoyable, if that makes sense. Like, interesting. Like, of course, when I'm getting like my ass whipped, like, of course it hurts. Yeah. But right. there's something like fun about it. Yeah. You're like, this fucking hurts. Let's go. Yeah. I'm going to fight you. Yes. Yes. I'm going <laughs> to fight you. Yeah. No, I know. I've been thinking a lot about that. I really. I have this thing that I've really been trying to pay close attention to about nipple nipple stimulation mm-hmm. that I like fucking love like a lot. I wish my nipples did something for me. They don't? No. I think my boobs are just too big. So my nipples are very big. So that makes it's just sense. like these nerve endings are spread out. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. That tracks. It's not a good time. But I want it to be a good time. It's just so great. And like it's like a lot of pain associated with that like that like really f- kind of fucking sucks but it's also like so great like mm-hmm. i hate it and i'm like yes <laughs> it's like that's a really interesting like dynamic rip them like, off no. right yeah <laughs> just take them all away we'll give them a little nibble <laughs> no 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 <laughs> <laughs> but i'll like in the moment i'm like okay that's ow ow but it always always gets me going it's very strange. That's fun. It's it's interesting. And mm. so I've been trying to pay attention to it. This podcast has made me so much more mindful of like everything that I'm enjoying and not enjoying. Yeah. Like it's it's important to pay attention to mm-hmm. and to communicate that as well. Like and to not fake. I have said in the past, actually, I think it must have been like six months ago now that I will fake sometimes just to like get it over with Ooh. and not to get it over with in the sense of like, I don't want to be here, but just like the Prozac it takes so long that it's just like then I start getting in my head about like this is taking a long time he must be that makes bored. it worse yeah. yeah and then I'm in my head and like blah 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 so I after saying that and after listening back to that episode I was like I don't really like that I do that and so like I've stopped faking and sometimes I'm just like I don't think I can and having sex with squints consistently has been really great because like he's just kind of like okay like He's not like, yeah, it's oh, not a big deal. Right. He's not, it doesn't take it as a, like a, oh, like 
I know that I said like he'll want to make me cub a few times. That's just like who he is. But like if I'm like I don't think I can, he's like, all right. It doesn't turn into this like oh is it something I'm doing wrong? Yeah, they're you not know? taking it personally. It's never personal. It's sometimes it's yeah when there's stress going on, and especially if you're on SSRIs, it's like. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like when you do have an orgasm, is it as intense as before you were on Prozac? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's still great. Mine were not. Yeah. It was like, um, have you ever like, were you in band at all? Yes. Uh, you know how there's like the mute that you can put on the trumpet? <laughs> yeah. That is how everything felt for me. Like wow. sex, orgasms, emotions is like everything just had a mute on it and it was, it sucked Especially with orgasms, because you're like, this isn't f- as fun as it used to be. That blows. It's not as satisfying. That so. blows. That was like a triple entendre with like a trumpet and with head and with it just like sucking. And that was also a double entendre. <laughs> Zing. Wow, we're on we're a roll. Full of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's I my orgasms are as strong as they were before. I also I think we've talked about this in the past. I don't remember though. Like when you're having sex and somebody else makes you come, does it feel different from when you make yourself come? Is it a different kind of orgasm? Mm-hmm. Me too. It's more intense when I'm alone. Well, you know your own body so well. And you're just like alone and like comfortable. So I guess like it makes sense. But that's always been the case. Well, and you're on a mission. When you're alone, it's not like you're like flirting with yourself and mm-hmm. like, I don't right, know. You're there for one thing and one thing only. Yeah, you're like, I can't fall asleep, so. (laughs) Or (laughs) I don't have any meetings the rest of the day. (laughs) Got a midday orgasm. Yeah, and you you're there for business strictly. Like yes, it like I can make myself come so fast. Oh yeah, me too. You know, but with sex, it's different, and that's what I like about it, though. Like, it's just like sex should be so fun and enjoyable, and like you shouldn't be like having sex because you want to get off Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. sure like it's you should be in the mood to have sex but like it's just like so fun and like there's just something so special about knowing someone's body really well and like wanting them to feel good and like being able to participate in this activity together right and like that's the whole thing of like sometimes if i can't come it's like I'm, i've still had fun yeah and I'm not exactly. just saying that just because it's like oh well, i'm just like taking care of his feelings like i'm it actually it, sometimes i just want to have sex just have sex mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be like there doesn't need to be an end game of an orgasm like i just like enjoy having sex yeah even yesterday i was like even if i i was like i could stop now if i wanted to but why not yeah let's just keep going yeah let's just keep the ball rolling uh, (laughs) yeah and i think that that is oh i have to tell you oh yeah when we were talking about our favorite positions and you said one of yours was on your stomach one leg up yeah um i tried it (gasps) like a few months ago actually what and i was like this is amazing it's different it like because i like I've said, I think I might have endometriosis because some stuff really hurts. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I could just be – I j- could just have, like, a low cervix or something. So, like, from behind doesn't always feel very good for me. Yeah, um, Especially if I, it's been a while since I've had sex. Like, I will bleed a lot. And that sucks. I don't want to be bleeding. I want to be having a good time. That's a, that's a mood killer. <laughs> yeah. So this – 
alleviates that entirely. Like you still get that like fun, like from the, from the back action. Mm-hmm. And then with one leg up, like there's some room for some hand action. Yep. Uh, we came at the same time. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. the best position to come at the same yeah. time. So uh, your, your leg, you were so completely flat on the bed, but your leg was, one leg was bent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, you gotta try you it. You have to try it. It's seriously, there really there's, is. It gives you a It's lot just, of, there's a lot more freedom with like, move it like you yeah. can get a hand in there like mm-hmm. if you have a bullet vibrator you could get the vibrator down there that's what i was doing and yeah and, <laughs> and then he gets the view from behind and then there's like that's still great. room to like grab around from behind yeah there's just a lot of uh freedom with that position and everyone enjoys it it is a beautiful situation yeah before we jump into uh the last segment of our episodes it's actually, it's different. This Usually we do sex facts. It's going to be different. We have some answers that you guys provided us on um, why people keep nudes that we think are either interesting or funny. Um, please, please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at The Holy Hour. If you have any stories for us or anything, please email us at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Patreon. You can see Liz act like an eel. My boob's out right now. I say this every week. Is it? I don't know. Subscribe to us on Patreon. Uh, and uh, we, we love hearing from you so much. Every time I get a notification on my phone that we have an email from one of you, I fully sob even if we don't reply or like yeah if we don't reply or anything we've probably read it and have squealed over it with each other yeah like truly it means a lot to us yeah okay so don't be discouraged if we don't reply no and always it means we do get we get more and more which is pretty cool which is really exciting yeah but um so here here, yeah here's some of the stuff you guys shared with us about why you keep nudes uh someone said just here to say that there's no good or valid answer to this question and like honestly i like low-key agree i think that people keep nudes because they like the validation interesting take i want to hear what the other stuff that people said what reasons they gave just be aware you don't need to come up with some like reason like just just admit that you like that someone was attracted enough to you that they sent you nude pictures like Like, a trophy case yeah just it's it's fine don't like come up with some like extravagant excuse anyways uh low-key agree with that person um i keep unsolicited dick pics because i consider them to be sexual violence (laughs) unsolicited dick pics are a totally different story I, i respect that though me too someone just said history it's a man are we surprised mm um, I don't, but my ex still has mine. Always discuss with current partner. I just don't care, really. Interesting take yeah. as well. These are all interesting. Uh, haven't gone back through the archive of my seven-year relationship. Uh, their memories, like other pics I keep. Interesting take. But also, if you haven't gone, if you like, like you were saying, like how you don't want to look at pictures of your ex. Maybe they don't want to look at the pictures. So they just don't want to delete them because they don't want to look at them. Yeah, that's yeah, fair, probably. And then also, if you delete them, they're gone forever, and there's just some sort of attachment. Someone said sentiment. That's fun. <laughs> sentiment. Hmm. <laughs> um, I struggle so with other sentimental shit you could attach to, but uh, but that's fine. I'm not yeah. gonna don't don't judge people for how they send. <laughs> that's yeah. Amen. It's true. Oh, yeah. Miley Cyrus, our Lord and Savior, has said only God can judge you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. forget the haters. Only ju- only God can judge us. 
fuck yeah um what song is that from you can't stop yeah i love that song it reminds me of being 21 (laughs) um this person said i struggle with deleting any photos attached to a memory or experience with someone um (laughs) this one said i forgot the password to the folder i keep them in lol very fair yeah that's that's good good. yeah as good as them not existing someone just said we all know why (laughs) (laughs) was that a guy or a girl Uh, uh, a guy um and then someone said sometimes home videos are simply the best shrug that was a woman <laughs> all right um hey <laughs> gramps come here uh someone said honestly i just don't want to go through my camera roll and see them in order to delete them which is what we were just saying yeah that's fair uh this person said forgot about them yep and this one is i think my favorite i work on a ship with no internet they're in a secure folder and i don't share gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> honestly like i respect that that's fair enough <laughs> uh um i like being able to remember how that relationship made me feel at that time it's good to feel wanted this one said they're just buried in deep traumatic messenger convos <laughs> oof i feel that a little I bit really do. Yeah. i feel that as well um this one says, because my ex's dick is the only beautiful one I've seen. Zero feelings for him, though. <laughs> That's so true. There are very few actual beautiful dicks. I don't know. I've seen a lot of beautiful dicks Have in my you? day. Bless yeah. your heart. I've seen, I can think of three. What constitutes a beautiful dick to you? I think it's the person attached to it. I've been actually thinking mm-hmm. a lot about this. Like, Music Man's dick. I know that we Just have a little a nice bit of feelings about him. peeping Is actual art beautiful the first time i saw it i was like what but i was also like obsessed with him like already so it was fine um i guess that makes sense i've i can think of a few dicks that i've seen that are like and i think that it's just like in it's it's in proportion and conjunction with the rest of the person yeah yeah it's like a dick alone is not like I th- I mean I'm I am a fan of the dick. I am a fan of the dick. But like a dick alone unattached from a body, not really like a beautiful Oh sorry, Patreon right, subscribers, our camera just died. Yeah. Um what the fuck? It's been charging for two weeks. Um but anyway, it's like the it alone doesn't it it's not pretty. But when it's on a pretty person that you have like pretty feelings for, mm-hmm. that's what makes a beautiful dick. What do you mm-hmm. think? Um, I think what makes a beautiful dick is just if it's clean and not too overgrown. Like, I don't really like when someone is fully shaven because I'm like not into that. Fair. It makes it look like a child's Yikes. dick. And I just that's not what I like. OK. Have you ever thought about that? Nope. If it's I just I don't know. I'm just not into that. I like I like a little bit of hair. But just um, you know, uh, like like a military cut, like <laughs> high and tight. <laughs> like I I like it. I appreciate it when it's when it's down there. I'm not too particular, but fully shaved is just like not for me. That's. But I want it. I want it like trimmed down enough that like I'm not gonna choke on a pube. That's fair because there's something nauseating about that. That's super fair. I don't think I ever really notice when there's hair when there's not hair. I think that I'm like I don't think I've been with You're someone just ready enough. To <laughs> yeah, I'm just like full launch. I feel like um, occasionally I would 
my shoe man would always be hairless, which I thought was kind of weird. He looked like a uh, naked mole rat. Anyways. Oh my god, ball sacks. <laughs> That's another story. Penises yep. great, ball sacks not so great. I I I appreciate the ball sack. They Why? are underrated. You could do a lot of stuff with them. Have you In terms ever of, like having fun with them? Totally looking at not great. Have you ever? sucked on a man's ball sack while yes. jacking him off oh they fucking go that would They're like shoot them the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes that's very true uh, but to look at not super great not 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 the most beautiful organ no. and i i know i think most men would say the same about their wieners <laughs> and their ball sack but vaginas are a different story Vagi- that that's a that is a godly creation a vagina yeah what a what a beautiful thing and then like then there's you know a ball sack (laughs) anyway sorry go on Uh, i'm like gassing out now and i'm just gonna i'll rant about a ball sack for an hour if you let me this one said wait this one said i literally can't find them but i don't remember deleting them i feel so bad crying emojis um if you were dating someone they might have deleted them for you Mm -hmm. it's just been taking a note out of liz's book yeah that's uh, a, think about it <laughs> um i don't have nudes of dudes but i do have a sexy shirtless mirror pick as a token of our brief time eh. that's fair i mean that's something that they would post online yeah a shirtless pick yeah yeah um if you're not physical with the person at all or anyone and it's past is the same as porn shrug emoji I don't know if I agree with that, but no. I mean, everyone's different. Everyone's different. Yeah. I think people are, everyone is different with how they are able to compartmentalize their emotions or not. Totally. So in this circumstance, I think more like I could be completely emotionally detached from someone that I have like, I would have pictures of or would have pictures of me, but like, how would my partner feel finding that Mm -hmm. or how would their partner feel finding that Mm -hmm. so it's more so just like considering like I simply would just not want to hurt someone I love in that instance like even if I'm not purposefully keeping them I still just like it would make me really sad to know that I hurt the person I love the most you know so that's more of what my thought process was is just like it seems like such an avoidable issue like it doesn't really need to be a conversation you can just delete them because overwhelmingly that's what people would prefer so just having that knowledge of like this is gonna hurt someone I really care about is that worth it Mm -hmm. like it just seems uh like a battle that's not worth my time agreed but uh someone said saving for a rainy day it's another thing (laughs) it's like I just feel like goes back to the thing you just said yeah uh blackmail someone said blackmail yikes nope nope it was a woman red flag don't no don't yeah. do that yeah uh, blackmail um that's revenge porn that's what revenge yeah, that's porn is true yeah that's that's the shitty area what if you just send it back to them and say like your orgasm face is stupid in this <laughs> i don't know <laughs> is it revenge i guess in a way it is revenge porn but it's like revenge to them specifically like well 
you look stupid in this picture. Yeah. Send it back to them. Shame, shame porn. <laughs> um, I'm currently single, so the nudes I do have are from women who wanted me to see them naked. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. We got so many answers. Yeah. I just hate deleting things. They're obsessively organized. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. It feels so good to be back. Y'all, this the, this sounds so cliche, but like you guys actually mean so much to us. Like we we've said this in the past. Absolutely, like, we talk about y'all like we know you in person. Like Her we like call angels. you by your first name. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you see that email from so and so? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like we just love you so much, and we have been. I don't know if I said this when we were recording. It feels like it has been an hour and a half ago, but we've been on the front page of the Spotify sex category page for like three two or three weeks now which has been wild and like it's because of y'all that like that's happening and we have a lot of exciting things potentially on the horizon because of y'all and Mm -hmm. we're just like you guys are as much of a part of this podcast as we are and we love you and we're so happy to be back and thank you so much we love you so much thank you so much so everyone was so supportive of us taking time off i wasn't expecting that no i thought people were gonna be mad but everyone was like i miss you so much but i'm glad that you took time for your yourselves like Mm -hmm. so caring and supportive and like it's like we shouldn't be surprised though because like you're exactly the kind of people that we we want Mm -hmm. you know yeah so that is exactly the type of audience that we're trying to reach yeah and we love you and we appreciate you so much we really really do we have on our link tree um our somebody started a facebook fan page for us there's a question that was posed on that of if a discord would make more sense um for everybody to talk please check out that link in our link tree it's on all of our social profiles to see if the Facebook group is something you would want to be a part of or even like a, a discord because I know that there are a lot of discussions that should happen after our, our episodes that we yeah. don't have time to cover. So I also know. Yeah. I also know that like people probably want a little more like anonym anonymity mm-hmm. when discussing like That's very fair nsfw things yeah. so maybe a discord would make more sense but let us know if that's something that you're interested in yeah and we'll make it happen cool we love, we love you. you we've missed you our children <laughs> that felt good you like threw like some r&b in there i was very impressed thank you so much i've been practicing for a month <laughs> <laughs> okay we love you bye bye <laughs>
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.